Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. This is me again, Jerry, without my headphones, because apparently we're anti-headphones now, with me in studio, studio board game snob. Studio BGS. Is Scobby, who is also hosting. Hello. Rather violently here. After just what you, do you mean? You were yelling at us prior well, to this beginning of this. Especially me when I was setting up my mic. Enrique's here because you were holding your mic. You I were was just holding my mic. You were, I was positioning. You were doing. Who was trying to find the best? You were doing whose line? Position how, uh, you for were doing this podcast. You were doing whose line is it anyway with that microphone? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm making it this. I'm making it there. I'm a unicorn holding up to your forehead. <laughs> I have a tail, and it was it was I Mister Microphone Hand hey, Adam Sandler bits content. That's, huh? That's not content because we're a podcast. Nobody <laughs> can see you. Oh yeah, you're right. This is not. This is not a. Well, what? It's not a, a improv scom- comedy sketch. This is for real. Mm-hmm. This is fr. And speaking of for real, I have to keep it fr. I have been getting since. I think it was episode 192, the one with Dan Hughes ending it. We're, you know, Yes, it was several okay. episodes ago. Now. Several episodes ago. We haven't recorded since. I have gotten scads of hate mail, which is what happens when you piss off uh, or when you anger people who collect stamps because they have the stamps to mail you things. <laughs> and I have been inundated. Hate with, mail from all over the world. All over the world. <laughs> And so I'd like to briefly explain how, do you, how much do stamps cost in Australia? How many didgeridoos? I don't know. How does a stamp in Australia? Do they have stamps? How do you know. pronounce a? They use pounds over there too, don't they? It's it's a philat philatelist. A philatelist is what a person is called that collects stamps. Philatelist. Philatelist. I don't see an R. Hang on. Phyla? Huh? Philatelist. A philatelist. 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 Boom, bam, bam. Ooh, philatelist. Boom, bam, bam. A lot of philatelists are mad at me. I've angered the philatelist because of my comments regarding how collecting of stamps You don't want to interfere in their philatelisms. I don't. Philatel up, boys. So to be clear, this podcast is anti-plagiarism. We're pro-philatelists. Philatelism. And I'd like to extend my hand in uh, solitude and... You came out anti-philatelist. I've changed my ways. I know I've said some things that were really upsetting, and I'm sorry. It was not truly how I feel deep down. Hmm. I don't know if this apologies. How you feel there's been down? a lot of podcasters canceled seem, here lately. They got rid of Joe Rogan. Doesn't seem sincere. Uh, I know Brian or Ryan with the Gateway Network is reaching out for him. He, and he's like, no, we can't get him. So I was like, we can't even like, I don't want to get kicked off the Gateway Network because of my anti-philatelisms. We're off the Gateway Network. We're not even on there. We are on the Gateway Network. No, we're we're a part of it. Yes, no, we are. We're not part on the site. We're, no, we're no, out. No, no, we're not. We are part of the Gateway Network. What's what? Okay. Anyway. How dare you? 
I saw this pickup in front of me the other day. He had on his back windshield. His banter. He had in the upper left corner, he had a little small flag with a red stripe and a blue stripe. Uh-huh. And it says on the top line, nurse, firefighter, police. Uh-huh. Then on the bottom left corner, he's got a cross with a silhouette of a fireman kneeled down to it. Yes. And then in the middle, he's got the fireman's prayer. Do you know the fireman's prayer? I do not. Apparently it's, it is. When I am called to duty, God, whenever flames may rage, give me the strength to save some life, whatever be its age. Help me to embrace a little child. Blah, blah, blah. It's a long one. It's a we're long-winded. So he's really... And then the bottom right corner, I guess... I don't even know what that symbol is. Is that like the truck number? Yeah. Is it? Four, that's his, five, that's one, his nine. truck number. I guess I shouldn't say his truck number. Uh, you calling he, him he, out. You know, he, I'm sure he listens to our board <laughs> game Look at the latter 49 people show up at our house. So I texted Jerry. I said, Jerry, is this you? This man is very proud to be a fireman. Okay. And you said, what's the deal? Is that humility or is that, pri- is that lack of humility or pride in your job? Wouldn't it be pride in your job? Well, or is it overkill? Here's the thing: is how I feel about it. Do you see anybody else except certain professions? And I'm I'm speaking as a as a hero, as a nurse, a, and a healthcare firefighter, hero, paramedic. Every you, there's a lot of healthcare zeros. What Dan yeah, yeah, Well, Dan. I mean, that's Dan's opinion. I mean, we all know. I mean, he's a nurse too. He's a psych nurse or something, right? So he would know. He would know about my idiosyncrasies. The philatelist. Idiosyncrasies? Yes. They're secrets. <laughs> secret. I don't have a tote, nobody. They're things that I don't talk about. Um, but yeah, like, do you see Walmart workers and Amazon workers? I'm a proud. The Amazon workers prayer. May their package come <laughs> two days free shipping. To the right. I mean, no, it's just us. Cause we're, Always we're, look up because our prices are falling. Oh, yeah. It's our, I mean, yeah. I think it's just kind of a thing. I just, I didn't see the individual driving this truck, but I just imagined them getting out, spitting out their tobacco well, and their boots. Why, well, you guys? It just, I, this, the, the whole image just provided me. I'm being very judgmental You're right very now. Very jealous. And it very, it, it just gave me like this super You're arrogant very person. Very jealous. And, but I'm asking you as a fireman, and you said, mm. Mm, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of odd. It's very, it's okay. kind of very, it's over to But kill. I guess you do well, you. I have, I know I'm a healthcare hero. I don't have to put that on my vanity. You don't plate. have to proclaim it from the tops. I don't need it. it. To me, it's like glory seeking because it I'm is. this. He's a glory seeker. <sighs> we know how you feel about glory seeking. But I'm going to be calling him if I have a fire because I will need your and, help, sir. And you'll be, your house will be on fire <laughs> as, as you're trapped in your I'll bedroom. Say, you'll hear the fireman's out. prayer slowly. <laughs> Help me As save he, this person, no matter what their size. He's and carrying he, me out in his strong the, arms. Opens the door. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, thank you. dragging you along. Spits out his dip and picks me up. I'm like, oh, my God. You are my hero. <laughs> like backdrop all over again. It's Kurt Russell. <laughs> Him carrying me like a small child in his arms, cradled. My arms around his neck. I'd give him a kiss on the cheek if he had to. Wow. I, I would be thankful. However, you don't need all those stickers on your car. I mean, come on. 
whatever profession you're in, if you're shouting it from the rooftops, especially that type of profession, I mean, you are kind of glory seeking. A little bit. A little bit. We're not as humble as them philatrophists. Philatopus. Philatopuses. They sit around. (laughs) Philatopuses. With their phalanges, pick up their... (laughs) Stamps and lick them. Well, I, I was, I was, kind of, I was thinking of the Phila. Like that is, that's like, well, Philadelphia. That's brotherly love, yeah. right? Philatelists. They love being late. Phalanges. One is phyla. That's got to be Philo, like the base word. That's love. That's in it. So, that's love for deep love, isn't it? I think. I'm looking it up. So, Phyla is just love of stamps. Yeah, you make fun of people named Philip or Phil. They're full of love. Philip is just somebody who really loves lips, I guess. Right? I don't know. I'm not good with the etymology of words. I don't see. I don't see the etymology of Phila. Either way, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't want any more hate mail. Is what I'm saying. And, and I like how there was an outrage about me calling out some people who collect stamps. And here you are hating on firemen <laughs> and you'll get zero pushback. I say one thing about no, stamps no, and you're like, firemen are heroes. That's not what they're I all, said. They're overrated. And you're, nobody says said. that thing. See, you're twisting my words. No, I'm not twisting You are words. twisting my words. It's on recording. If you have it, five stickers on the back of your pickup shouting out, this is what I am. You hate, you hate heroes. I want to put the trucker's prayer on the back of my pickup. Please let loves be open. <laughs> let the showers be clean and the diesel dirty. <laughs> and keep away the liz- lot lizards. Nobody. Oh, uh, yeah. We won't get on to that. Uh, Rick here, speaking of lizards. Jared Rutledge probably oh, knows about lot lizards. Huh? They provide huh? him plenty of employment opportunities. <laughs> uh, they spread his... Uh, Enrique. Yes. Tell me about what you've been up to. Give me something to work with. What have you been up to? So we're doing the what have you been up to thing. I do. I want to know what Enrique's been up to because I think he's been doing something interesting. What have you been up to that's interesting? Look, he's looking confused. This this IPA just kicked in. He's bewildered. I feel sad for him because he he expects so much from me. He wants you to rise to the occasion. I I, expect something from you. Yeah, but this... You're my foundling. I'm trying to... (laughs) trying to get you to where you need to be and like you just bring me nothing but disappointment well yeah yet you keep asking okay so I went to pick him up walked into his room and you know what I saw on his dresser Dr. Pepper cans stamps Stamps. I think he's gotten into philanthropists (laughs) philanthropists are you a philanthropist I'm just saying, are you collecting stamps? You can tell me if you collect stamps. I'm all right with you collecting stamps. No, I'm not collecting stamps. I know I said some terrible things. Do you play the philittle? Do you? There's no need to. Is that a thing? A philittle? Maybe. He's just filibustering now. (laughs) There's no need to lie. Just tell me. Are you or are you not a philatomist? No. A philatomist? No. You're hiding your stamps. build philatomist. You're hiding your stamps. Stop crying. Okay. I'm just saying. You could tell me if you were, and I would be okay with it. No, it's fine. Okay. I would not. It would not bother me. I would still love you the same way if you. For, it's of Greek I, origin, I like meaning loving. That line before, huh? It's of Greek origin, meaning it's loving. It's all Greek. It's all Greek to me. Yeah, anything that sounds like super weird in a V-sounding tone, it's Greek. 
That, that's real racist of you. Yeah, that's, you know, that makes well, that's very that racist. <laughs> they should cut that out. You hate firemen, anytime, and he hates the Greeks. And I get all this hate mail because I said that collecting stamps was asinine, and we all know it is. <laughs> we all know it's a boring thing, but oh, oh we can't. Everybody collects stamps. I don't, I'm quite frankly, Spielberg collects stamps. I don't know what's involved. Yeah, I, you. Put them in. A, you just look at them. You just collect them. I don't you, know, but what? No, maybe you have to trek through the jungles. Maybe no, there's like you a order them. It's oh, eBay. there's a stamp. Nobody's out in the jungles stamp. of well, Cambodia. You that, all your junk mail. Be like, this is a 1936. <laughs> oh, Margaret Thatcher, and you cut it off. When your grandparents die, you go through their mail. You go through. They're AARP. They're sending out. You know. A, Actually, now that I think about it, I bet you I can make some money off of that. So I, I, I'm curious that we should have Dan on to discuss this. I don't know. I can why think of you nothing more that. boring <laughs> than having a middle. Let's no, have a middle-aged no. man on talk but, about. Uh, so, but I, why would you do it just because exactly. of the things? <laughs> you're gonna, and you're going to lose your apology. Oh, the mind. philatelists are going to come the after you again. Freaking philatelists. So is it like because are, there's rare ones due to who's on them? Yes, some of them are messed mis- up. Misprints. There's freaky stamps. Some of them are messed up. And those are the ones that are the most valuable from what I understand. I mean, you can't make your own stamp, so they're you all could. like... Well, I mean, you could, but they wouldn't Before be legal. You, well, you could do counterfeit stamps. I'm sure there's yeah, counterfeit philatelists. And you can sell those and make some money. Sell fake stamps. Guy walks up to you in a trench coat, opens it, <laughs> opens it up. <laughs> oh, so, look at these books I've got. i got some Hot Wheels stamps here. <laughs> and if these aren't to your life, I've got I, some... What's uh, What Queen Elizabeth just have her... Centennial, bicentennial, no, whatever thing she just celebrated for seventy-five years of rule. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm special not edition Australian Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth stamp. Hey, I've got a, I got a brand new Meghan Markle stamp here for you too. You know, all these stamps and you sell them and the people use them. All the philatelists right now are losing their mind. All right, if you want to have Dan on talk about stamps, we'll have yeah. Okay. How do we get on the subject of stamps anyway? You don't listen to the podcast, but a few episodes ago, I came out pretty hateful about people who collect stamps. He was stamps. on it. <laughs> he was sitting here. You with were us. here. Was I here? Yeah. Why did you stop me? It's probably when I was like just like dead asleep. All right, never. platinum jubilee. What? Love her. Queen Elizabeth uses the platinum jubilee. That is a so you need a, a platinum jubilee stamp. Oh, oh, I don't want that. Oh. I we 75 years of rule. Rule. Which, I mean, rule. Come on. What does mm, the queen they're really char- do? They're in charge. Over there. Well, she picks up them red boxes and like, oh. The I red boxes them. here gives us DVDs. <laughs> 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 I just used the red box for the first time. I was like, how do poor people watch television? And I, I got the- For one dollar, you can find The that. bank gave me a coupon that I could use the red box. And so I basically went to the dollar store. The problem is with a red box, I never returned the DVD. It was very dark. as night. And I went to the red box and almost got stabbed trying to rent a movie. I did not like it. I'll do not think. I'll think I'll stick to Netflix. It's not worth losing your life over 13 going on 30. That's J- Jennifer Gardner, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if if there was a movie that you'd risk your life to go see, mm-hmm. upcoming, Batman. Mm-hmm. I'll just start us off. The Batman. The I'm sorry. It's the Batman, not the Batman. The. 
T-H-E is the. T-H-E-E is the. And we are not Shakespearean. I don't know if that's true. I said that very strongly. But I'm buying for time. I don't know. I don't know. The Batman is the one. That's the only movie I'm looking forward to. So you can't say it. Did you not see the trailer for Lost World Dominion? No, actually, I have not. I posted it on Facebook. I saw you and you were like, this is a big pile of. It's probably going to be great. I was probably spoke too soon. I was wrong about stamps. I could be wrong about this. Enrique, is there a movie you're looking forward to? He doesn't want to involve Enrique in the conversation. Oh, God. And stop him from chewing off his nails. No, let me chew on my nails in peace. Do you ever chew on thoughts? Sadly, no. Because (laughs) when you're chewing on nails, do you ever chew on thoughts at the same time? Or is your mind. No, it. Blank. Well, it's blank because it's chewing on said nail. So, therefore, how can I chew on thoughts? All if his I'm, mental power I just, is involved I just, in I, mastication I, I, of the nil. I don't even. Can we? Okay. I want to hard merge us to Tenor's Trail by my man, Martin. Wait, wait, wait. Wallace. I got to leave it blank in there so I can put in the hard merge noise. Okay. okay. And now a hard merge into board games. Go. Tenor's Trail. Is a board game. It's a lovely board game by my favorite designer, spoiler alert, Martin Wallace. It's a bidding game, which Correct. is kind of a... Bidding is part of it. Bidding is part of it. It's the main action, really. Which, if you don't bid on anything, you will lose. Yeah, we <laughs> discovered, as I have discovered, you being not, anti-bidding in this game will get you nowhere. You will not be involved in the rest of the... It takes place in what appears to be 1800s Birmingham. Burgerham? Somewhere in England. No, they're there where Poldark was. Yeah, Norfolk. I forget the area it's called. I don't know. It's, uh, oh, uh, uh, Sussex. I don't know. I think it's Burgerham. So, what you're doing at, at the beginning of the game is a map. You lay out these face-down tiles, and what you're trying to do is purchase land to place your mines on to dig for tin tin and copper. We're we're dealing with minerals. So, basically, some of the, most of the tiles are face-down, some of them are face-up, and you do through action selection. Cornwall. That's what I, I love him. He's the guy that invaded America, though, wasn't that Cornwallis? Corn, corn. It was Cornholio. Cornhole is the national game here. Cornwallis. Oh, yeah. So, in Tenor's Trail, what you do is you select an area and you start a once-around bidding and maybe you win the place. And then you get to put your mind there and then you get to flip the tile up. And maybe there's a bunch of water there that really messes you up because the math behind this game is very interesting. So, the main mechanic being kind of area control-ish Bidding slash speculation because the prices of said tin and copper go up and down. No breathing. And I thoroughly enjoy this game for multiple reasons. And it is because that feeling of... List them accordingly. One, I think the bidding... I made a dream come true. ...is interesting, Mr. McKnight, because one, you might not know exactly what you're bidding on. You have a limited amount of cards in your hands that you can use to improve certain areas of the board, but you can also use those cards to peek if you are the main person who started the auction to look at the tile and see what you're bidding on. Everybody else could be bidding blind. 
that's an interesting mechanism. And you want to have all your minds out there. And it doesn't help to end the game with your minds still in your possession. So you want to be able to put stuff out there. And then sometimes you have things that have a lot of water on them. And to remove those precious minerals, it costs however many cubes of water is there. That's how much money it costs to remove each mineral. So if there's three water cubes, it costs $3 per per or to remove. So you have to get rid of the water. How do you do that? You take various actions to place miners, not young children, but miners. Miners. Miners? Am I saying that? The, not... Worker miners. Workers. Miners with coal on their... Those types of miners. People in which go into mines. Miners. And harvest. Minecrafters. Minecrafters. Minecrafters? Yes. That's the best that you could come up with that? I couldn't think of another way. All I right. didn't want people we'll to... with it. I didn't want to keep saying miners because it makes people think... Mining that, is like one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. And I don't... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. But yet, if I say miners... But it if makes, you got a good vein in there, you got to get that vein out. If yeah. you say miners, it makes you think that people think that you're pro-child labor, <laughs> which we are not. But at the same time, kids like Minecraft. They crave mining. They crave the caves. Minor Minecrafters the mining minor, the Minecraft world. What I'm saying is we should consider sending our children to the mines. Put a pickaxe in their hand. Hit Cornwall. Just let him go at it. What could go wrong? Remember Dig Dug? That'd be like Dig Dug, just tearing it up. And here we are with <laughs> Minecraft. They could do it. Why are we wasting all this labor? You know how exciting it would be to be in a mine like you see a big vein of gold or... Tin doesn't seem like that. <laughs> but when it's selling for seven ducats or pounds, whatever they use in Cornwall, it's that's exciting. Major. It's a major. It's a major. Have you huh? ever... Major money. Have you ever mined Minecraft? I Minecraft with my miners, my children, my minor children at home. I know you do. Do you Minecraft? I do not. It's very exciting when you find diamonds. It is very Gold exciting. is not that exciting. Gold is garbage. Gold exactly. is not great. It's does, like a when, when Kaya finds a diamond, does she say that's my best friend? She freaks out because we need that diamond so we can make armor. So we Who can started that diamonds are a girl's best friend? Is that uh, the Elizabeth shoe? Uh, Warren. Elizabeth, you know. Queen Elizabeth, second. No, the lady, not the Golden Jubilee lady, the one that was the fashion star with Burt Reynolds. She used to take. Burt Reynolds. Don't you remember the commercials? The dark headed The dark headed lady, Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, she wow. Took, she walked in. She took those diamond earrings off. Is that Jared Jewel? Jared? No, that's no, a it's local. Not Jared. She took the earrings off says, these always gave me luck. But she didn't say it in such a manly voice. Diamond? Uh, she was pretty husky. She, she had a husky voice. Well, oh, okay. I thought we were fat shaming. So that's another thing. Hey, fat shaming. Hey, fireman. And now you're. I'm the one that's getting You're always fat shaming. I do not. I stopped. You have lost a lot of weight. <laughs> Actually, I think like anytime that... I love Any- fat people. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend. Look. I look. Five, <laughs> minutes <laughs> later, five minutes later. Five minutes later. Walk into a Weight Watchers. Gobby. I swear. He walks into a Weight Watchers and starts insulting everybody. I can do this. My best friend is fat. There's a bunch <laughs> of over fat philatrophists that are going to be e- not emailing me, mailing me hate mail because of this. I love people who like stamps, who are slightly overweight. Do you? Where were we? Diamonds should not be your best friend. But they are forever. It is a material thing that the 
uh, consumerist world we live in wants you to get obsessed with and think you need to have diamonds to feel worth something. But a diamond. But it's sparkly and it gives me pleasure. How does it? It doesn't give you. It doesn't give you pleasure. What? 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 How does it give you pleasure? It's just sparkly. You don't even know a cubic zirconia from a that from a real diamond. <laughs> you don't even. But did you ever watch that blood diamond with my man with Leo, Leo and Jamon Hunsu? And I had so and so in it. It was Jennifer Connelly. Was she in it? I don't know. I have her. I just in know it. the two leads. I don't know, but she sometimes I insert Jennifer Connelly in movies that she's not really in. I've I have seen will, a Twitter account that inserts Paddington in a lot of movies. The bear. Yeah. He just like puts a shot in and then like puts Paddington in the background somewhere. And it's adorable. I love Paddington. Great movie. You need to watch that with your children. I've watched the the, the live action Paddington. Yeah. Yes. Both movies. Because the second one will make you cry. Uh, That was like the one that has the perfect Rotten Tomato score. Yes. 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 It's amazing. I have cried. I'll tell you what's not as good, but is good because it's got my guy, General Hux. Drumhole Gleason. Drumhole Drumhole Gleason Gleason (laughs) is the Peter Rabbit one. It's got Peter Rabbit. It's not bad. There's some, it's good for children, minors who are Mm. not, when you want to get your minors out of the minds of Minecraft, you have to watch a little bit of television and Mandalorian. Anyways, Tenor's Trail is not the best bidding game I've ever played. It's not solely about bidding, it's action selection, and it's got a a various smattering of other little small mechanics, such, such as the speculations that take place in Sussex, and also how it, Martin Wallace puts that twist on scoring. For instance, at the end of each round, for which there's only four rounds, you sell off all of your ores, you get money, and then you spend said money if you want to, to buy victory points. And if you were the first person to pass out of that round to stop taking actions, your money's worth a little bit more in those investments. So, for instance, $10 will get you 22 points, whereas the guy who passed left the round the second, his $10 might only get him 20 points or 21 points. And so, do you spend all your money buying victory points now? Because you're going to need that those that money to win bidding in the next round. If I recall our first conversation about this game, after we played it one time. You hated it. I think you said it was the quintessential bidding game. You raved on it way more than you are right now. Um, I feel like maybe your second play changed. No. He was in love. No, I, I didn't say it was the quintessential bidding game. I did like it. I do like it. But there's some. Did something change? No, 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 no. Between the first. You don't remember what I said because you don't even remember what you said. You hated it, didn't you? I was. No, I did not hate it. I remember you hating it. No, I did not. You hated it so much that we had to delete that episode. I did not enjoy it. You said terrible things. You shut up. About philanthropists and things of that nature. And firemen. The first time I played, I played very poorly. I didn't. I was trying to be. Skinchy with my money, so therefore I didn't win any. Uh, Skinchy is that not a word? That's not a word. Uh, stingy, stingy, stingy. Skinchy is not stingy. Is <laughs> skinchy? That's not skinwalkers. Don't get me to talk about the Wendigos. Winnebago. Apparently, there's like this Wendigos. erotic novel out there called like Millennium Wolves, and it's like about. It's basically Fifty Shades of Grey with werewolves. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's like this huge thing. Fifty Shades it's, of Grey wolf. They say it's selling faster than Harry Potter. This is the world we live it's, in. It's going to be a movie soon. You no. watch. No, it can't be a movie. I, 
if that does happen, I might as well just stay. Who would play <laughs> the, the titular wolf? Um, so what was that radio no, jock guy well, that goes that always howl? You know, Wolfman Jack. Yeah, like from yeah, the sixties yeah. or seventies. Yeah, that's who they should get. They should bring what Wolfman he, Jack. Was he legit or was he pirate radio? He's pirate radio, and I think he's dead. Wolfman Jack. Whoa. So, Tenor's Trail, the first time I played it, played very poorly, and I spent a lot of moves, which I didn't do one time this time. I learned a lot, still lost third place, but the first time I played, I would have no moves to do except gain a dollar. You get you ate a lot of pie. I did, I did very poorly, and that's why I said I did enjoy this game. But I learned from that game, and this time I played much better, and I enjoyed this game a lot. That but is. it is, I agree with you. It is a nice bidding game, but it is not the quintessential because I don't like, unless you are the person that knows every bid for you could be a blind bid. I don't like that. Because it's the main mechanic is not really the mechanism. That's how I say it now. Is the bidding. It's, it's the, I guess the met like money management of the game. (laughs) It it is true because. You want to spend as much as your money, a lot of money early on to get as many but victory points you as you can. Want to save as much money to buy land. Right. So you're you. What happened in this game? And this is what this is my main complaint about this game. This game is very finicky, and what I mean by that is it will not hold your hand. Finicky shand. Martin Wallace. A lot of his games have this thing where. Everybody has to really know how to play the game. Everybody has to engage in it a certain way. And if you don't, the game doesn't necessarily fall apart, but you can let somebody else run away with it. Someone can destroy you if and you I, play poorly. For some reason, I always did like that. these type of games where it doesn't hold your hand. It forces you to play in a certain mm, way. He likes that. So one thing that happened in one of our games was... Enrique started several auctions. It was the second round of four. And we meaning me and Gabi, used up our money buying choice pieces of land and then realized we had no money. When it was too late, we're like, oh. it, it was uh, We were unable to engage in any other auctions, which meant that Enrique could, for a minimum bid of a dollar, buy all the choice land, for which he went around setting up land and buying and setting up his mines. What? It gave him the edge. <clears throat> what happened was, Jerry, made, I think you started a bid... And you went all in. We let you have it, but it took all your money. You were at literally zero. I started a bid, and I I legitimately started the bid because Enrique had always overbid every play up until this point because I wanted Enrique's amount of money to be lower than mine because there was a certain property I wanted, and I wanted to know that I could have it. But he did not. He said, take it. That took me down to $1. Enrique was like at 12 so he could legitimately buy everything for a bid of $1. And the the only thing that prevents this is, like, I believe you only have six mines. So at the end of the game, you're only going to have like six areas for which you've claimed. You can't just wipe everybody out. Correct. So it, that holds it up. But it is also that little thing right there is something that if players are new to this game, they don't catch on. They don't realize that the bidding can really hang you up. And also... You, if you spend all your money buying victory points and you start now the next round with no money because you've spent it buying victory points, yes, you're far ahead, but you have put yourself way back in, in, when when it comes to buying land if you've not used up all of your mines already. So this game is finicky. It requires a lot of, of 
that money management of being able to say, now's the time for which I have to, I have to engage in this activity. I need to start bidding or I need to hold on to my money. Enrique won this last game we played just before this podcast and we watched him do it. And he did two moves that really set him aside. One, where he was able to buy up that lamb cheap because we he had manipulated the bidding mechanic. But two, he held on to all of his copper, which was selling really cheap. And instead of mining it, he waited to the very last round to see if copper would increase. And the prices are set at random via a dice roll. Enrique got lucky. Copper. He was way. He was behind. Right. He the was, whole game. The whole game. Copper prices doubled, and so now Enrique spends the last round of the game just pulling copper out of the ground and selling it for twice what it was worth last round, which just shot him up. So there, you pull taffy. You mine copper. Either way, it was a. It's a. It's it's one of those Martin Wallace's games that are often when you play one of his games, you see the the brilliance in it, and this game is brilliant. It just does not. It's not forgiving. There is not a lot of opportunities, for instance, such as his others de- designs to really make a mistake. I think it's a fine game. It's not my favorite bidding game by any means. But if you do enjoy bidding and you do enjoy this managing your money, really a, l- a lot of interactions, I would say definitely more yeah. players the better. Tanner's Trail. And I feel like it has a little bit of a little bit of randomness with the dice. Yes. As well. So it kind of like gives that kind of almost realistic kind of feel of the the marketing. Right. Well, the 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 dice is really the whole game. So if you hold on to your copper. So like we started off low. All the prices were super low. And I held on to mine for a round. Y'all sold in. I still came in third. But then the next several rounds, they were all high again, except for the second. The third round, it was like $4 for the copper. And then the last round, when Enrique had all his copper, he held on to his copper, and the, the copper went up. It doubled. It was $8. So he sold a buttload of copper. So the the strategy to me, one of these strategies, is to, A, just hold all of your ore until hopefully it increases to at least the last two or three numbers eight and ten for copper six and seven for ten but if it happens to bottom out it can screw you no but that's just a risk you would have to take but this then this is the brilliance of martin wallace that's not correct because martin wallace does this thing with math and it it drives me insane when i see games do something like that where the the path is very obvious in terms of the scoring so very similar to uh railways of the world which I think is Dan Hughes' favorite game, my dear friend. Um, <laughs> Whatever. He's a philatelist and you hate them. They were, you gain certain amount of money and then as the game goes on, you gain less money, but then you gain more victory points. In Tenor's Trail, the victory points that you could buy in the first round, $10 if you're in first place, nets you like 22 victory points. In the second round, it goes down. In the third round, it goes down. In the fourth round, it goes down. So what ends up happening, if you take Gobby's uh, strategy of I'm just going to hold on all of this until I get the most money. By the time that it happens, goes down three points each round. By the time that happens, that money that you have is worth significantly less victory points. So twenty two, three times four, three times three is tw- nine. So it goes down nine dollars. So for it goes from twenty two to 
13 points the last round. Either way. So you are correct. I, I forgot about that aspect of it. But still yet, okay, so from round to round, like if it if you're at a very low number on one round, you might want to hold on to it at least till the next round. Well, well that's the thing, though. You, because you, even though the points are low, the money's going to be double and it can make up for that, possibly. Yeah, but, but you have to be constantly buying points with said money. And you also have to be hopeful that the the, the prices do rise for the tin and copper. So, therefore, it would be more logical to buy, to mine little bits of, and then sell sell the tin and copper at at the low price without selling the majority of all your tin and copper. It's it, you have to be very balanced in this game. You want to always be selling early to get the most victory points, but at the same time, always be selling. That's the as always that's the salesman's mantra, right? And always keep enough money that you can engage in bidding. This game is very balanced, and if you go one way or the other to one extreme. You run the risk of it not having paying no off. Money or having no tin and copper to sell to gain more money or to buy points. And quite frankly, I think that if you spent all of your time getting all the tin and copper and waiting to the very last round to mine these things it's with the hopes that the money's going to go up, you've shot yourself in the foot because... You just kind of screwed yourself because you don't know... Now, wait, do yeah. you shoot yourself or do you screw yourself? And it doesn't matter. It's either way, you're like... Either depends on way. Where depends on where you're from. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, tennis trail. I find it interesting. You're talking about tin and copper, but coppers wear tin on their chest in the form of a star. Tin star, if you're a copper. Yeah. You get it? I get it. I get it. Do you get it, Enrique? Enrique doesn't get it. I almost it. said Enrique. I forgot Enrique. who he was. He's he's talking about Bobbies, as they say in Britain. Is that what they call them? Bobbies? I don't know. That's the guys with the the big the, black hats. The very phallic-looking hats. <laughs> the the, what are they called? the very the philanthropist. <laughs> phallic. Phallic. Oh, no, that's, that's reversed. Phallic hats. I can't. What do you pronounce it? Philophallic. Philagal. <laughs> you want, you I don't know. <laughs> Listen, stop this podcast. We're done. Oh, okay. What time is it? What time is yeah, it? How long has this been going on? We're at, I, I, I don't know. I you may edit some out. We're at 30 plus. Ex- you told me don't go over 30 minutes. Okay. Now, I, I, oh my you God, are I've a never said those words. Host. I've never said those words. But well, I'm pro stamps, postmates. No, you're pro tramp stamp. And I enjoy all. Uh, yeah, I see that the dice. Tower I appreciate crew, good art. The dice tower crew got tattoos. <laughs> That's true. A long did. time ago. Long time ago. And if you would like a tattoo of Enrique's face, you can go get it. Wait, check out SirMeeple.com. or our Patreon. Which you may have to cut hey, that out because I might not, not have that Patreon not on my now. We need a. PayPal, board game snobs, PayPal, and they just send us money directly and skip all the whole yeah, send it like tears and monies. And yeah, but we like tears. Just we are like in tears cakes. because we need money. Cakes have tears. I fill a cake. I'm a fill a cake. I love cake. A fill a Oh, I get what you're doing. You're using fill as a yeah, it's called prefix. Call, it's callback. I got gotcha. you. Right. It's not like necessarily a callback because hey, we call, talked that about was it literally the, the entire time. Well, There's nothing still, to go back on. Still. There's nothing to go back on. I'm Gobby. This is Jerry. This is. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.